This is iconic. Hola, hermanas. Welcome to Quién es la más. My name is Yi, and I am Braulio. Before we start, remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. Tell your friends about the show. It would help us immensely to get the word out. We appreciate all the support. Thank you. And today we are recapping La Más Draga season five, episode six. This is episode six, and we just released, I feel like we just did this yesterday, which we kind of did, right? Because <laughs> we recorded it on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to I wanna apologize for something else. Y'all might hear some hammering away. Not that kind of hammering, but literally, <laughs> they're doing construction outside my place. So if just... Uh, try not to mind it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you're just throwing stuff around and you're just lying to us. I'm just a little angry about this week's looks. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, yeah, this was a cool episode. I feel like this is one of the ones that I think if you watched Guillermo del Toro's movies which are pretty popular, I would say. They're not like super mainstream, but they are, well, I don't know. What would you say? Would you say they're mainstream? Because, I mean, they pretty much are, right? Hellboy. The, well, that was, I'm sure it was a lot cheaper than like a Marvel movie. And it was before all those Marvel movies were popular. Um, but yeah, I think that that probably did really well. And the rest of, her, of his movies are like, uh, sort of low budget horror stuff that he has in his repertoire. Um, I feel like his name is out there a lot. So people know who he is, even if they, I think uh, for his like first few movies, he, there's that language barrier and um, which is why some people may not have seen the, his first few movies. Um, but now Lately, the movies that Del Toro makes are um, either bilingual or English completely or, um, yeah, or he even has um, uh, deaf people in, in his movies. Didn't The Shape of Water win, like, an Oscar or something? Yes, I think it was. I think it won the um, Best um, Picture. Best Picture. I think so. Yeah, so I mean, if you watch the Oscars, then you probably know about Guillermo del Toro, Pants Labyrinth. I didn't know he had anything to do with the witches, but I guess he wrote or produced it. So I was surprised when I saw somebody come out like that. Oh, I didn't know that either. <laughs> I didn't even make that connection. I just thought like maybe they just took inspiration from the types of movies that del Toro makes. Not exactly um but yeah i mean if you said he he had some sort of involvement yeah i think he was a writer for the witches says he's a, a producer and a writer cool for the new one for the remake 
Oh, okay. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> Did, I think he was involved in video some video games too. I think there was one or maybe more. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm I'm reading them right now. There's I don't know. And there's one called Insane, Silent Hills. Mm-hmm, Silent Hill. I think that got canceled though. Oh yeah, this says canceled. Um, Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Yes, yes. So he's like involved with uh, Kojima, who's the Metal Gear Solid guy. That's pretty cool, right? Like yeah. it was a pretty cool challenge. Um, yeah. yeah. What was your your general thoughts on the episode? It was a pretty like standard episode, I think, except for the end. <laughs> except for the end, but. They are still playing around with the mini challenges and not wanting to commit to a mini challenge, <laughs> but still having it, but then saying like, there's no price for it. And it's just iffy. It's like they knew what the outcome of this week's elimination was going to be. So they're like, eh, why bother even doing something? Because we know that someone's going to come back and we know who's going to leave or who's not going to leave. It's like, it's all planned. I didn't think of that, but that's true. Yeah, that makes sense. It was a weird mini challenge, but we'll talk about it once we get there, which is pretty soon because it's one of the first things. But um, let's get into this episode. So this week, the challenge is La Maz del Toro. The queens are challenged to present a look inspired by the work of Guillermo del Toro. For this week's mini challenge, the queens get physical. They have to knock each other out while throwing shade. On the main stage, Paper Cut is named La Mas of the Week. But before La Menos is revealed, the past eliminated queens return and present a look that might get them back into the competition to battle it out against the bottom queen. Aisha Dog Kills is chosen to return and hidden mistake is La Menos which means they battle it out in a lip sync to Ojos Así by Shakira. In the end, no one is sent home, and they both continue to live in the competition. Um, so the first thing we, we are introduced to is the mini challenge, because I guess Johnny wanted to switch it up, or maybe he, he was um, busy dyeing his beard or something, because he was not... He's usually the first one there, and this time it was Rogelio. So we get first into the mini challenge, and they partner them up, and it's uh, Peque with Fifi, Hidden Mistake with Paper, Liza and Lucia, and Greta, and Light King. And basically, they just have to play. Is it a game of chicken? Is that what you would call it? Like, just kind of knock each other out in, like, inflatable, with inflatable, like, spears? Yeah, it reminds me of like American Gladiators <laughs> where they had the big, I guess, I think they call it like, it's like jousting. Yeah. Big Q-tips. <laughs> um, and they have, they're like standing on, or below them, it's like a, an inflatable platform so that they don't hurt themselves. But um, I think if, if they wouldn't have been so iffy about calling it a mini challenge and having a prize for it, I think it would have been 
uh, a fun challenge to to see them involved in, right? Like, I think uh, they usually don't get that physical with it. <laughs> it's usually something about makeup or um, nowhere that they can run the the risk of getting hurt, I guess. Um, but yeah, I thought it was an, an interesting mini challenge. I just wish there was a point to it because then as we saw with the last two um queens that uh, battled it out which i think was uh greta and and light king they kind of gave up <laughs> they didn't really put any effort into it uh and i don't blame them because i would have been like what's the point of this Yeah, I don't think there was any. I mean, right away they said, and hey, nobody's going to win anything. That's exactly yeah. what they, they, Rogelio, like, pointed that out. And mm -hmm. they had to get into drag again, drag instantaneo, which at this point is just to make fun of them because there's not even, yeah. like, a point to it. Like, honestly, there's no reason why they should be in drag. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and I don't even, why are they still putting effort? Like, if they are. Just put a wig on. Like, who cares? You don't have to put makeup on. Like, nobody's going to care. And, yeah, like you said, there was no point to it. And it would have been fun if it was built better. But it was just like a pool. It was like an inflatable pool. And then the two um, stand where they had to stand, the two oh, little, yeah. yeah, like a pedestal. Yeah. Like, they were just like riggedy, like crickety and bendable they can't they couldn't even really stand on them so i think if it was like built better and it had a more of a kind of like an actual challenge kind of thing it would have been fun to watch but they were just kind of falling all over the place and not really doing anything i think it fulfilled its purpose but like i said the fact that there were no stakes because it was just pointless um that just kind of uh made it less less fun Yeah, and it was, I don't know, the read the reading stuff, the throwing shade part, it was just kind of like, um, it wasn't really noticeable or something that we were focused on. Yeah, because they were like physically fighting each other. So it's kind of, uh, even for them, it's kind of hard to think about something to say while you're trying to avoid getting hit or hitting someone else. Yeah, I think if there would have been like, more rules to it like something like oh each take a turn and say something shady or yeah something sense. yeah and then and like each time you're shady you get to um hit the other one kind of like go back and forth until one of them falls or something yeah i think that would have been that would have made more sense and made like made it seem more structured than just kind of just battle it out do whatever and We'll see what happens. So, anyways, this was it was cute, but it was really not nothing too. I mean, nothing too important. So, we move on to Johnny Carmona, Carmona, excuse me, and he uh, introduces the challenge, which is, which is La Mas del Toro. He points out that Guillermo del Toro is a director, writer, I think, producer and painter. I don't know. He's like does everything, actor. Video game star. What else? An influencer, a model. Um, so yeah, so he Guillermo del Toro is a Mexican filmmaker. That's what he's mostly known for. And so I I when I heard this, I was super excited because I knew 
some of the references. And I pretty much kind of hoped and kind of like expected them to do a lot of Pan's Labyrinth because that's like one yeah. of the biggest um, films that he's made. Mm-hmm. So, and then we move on to some... Uh, another promotion them talking about, they always do this where they talk about it and HIV um, awareness. And it, the only thing I have to point out is that it was, it was just awkward because they were all in drag looking crazy. And it was such a serious subject that it just kind of took me out of it. Like I was looking at their faces and I was like, what is going on? And that is why they should have done, they should have brought Johnny in first and then... And then, uh, what's his name? Rogelio comes in and does his thing and takes him to, to the challenge. Yeah, that was that, it. Was just weird. It was weird. It was weird to watch that dichotomy, if you would call it that. They look so weird. Um. Anyways, so we move on to them building their costumes. Sort of, they're just getting in drag, pretty much, and they have certain conversations. Um, I don't know if you wanted to note anything about the conversations. They kind of didn't seem that important, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, they just continued talking about HIV and kind of their experiences um, with HIV, either through like their family members or friends and um, yeah, like their own personal um, experiences and um <laughs> and then Light King and Peque basically purify the, the Camerino. Um, like get rid of the bad energy. Um, and that's about it. Oh, and they have they have a haunted Barbie, apparently. <laughs> that if you touch her, you get sent home. Yeah, apparently the sales fab left it, I believe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but so they're like kind of scared to, to touch it the whole time. Then don't they kick it out? Don't they like put it outside the work room yeah. or something? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess the curse isn't real because nobody went home. <laughs> well, cause they kicked it out. Well, yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, I, I guess that worked. Um, yeah, and then they just they just talk about the criticism that they receive online and stuff like that, and kind of correlate it to lack of empathy from viewers. And I was just like, me? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess it was just mostly. Well, it was mostly um, paper cut, right? That I was saying because he's yeah. been through it once already, and. I don't really know exactly what he got hated for last time. I honestly cannot. I don't think he did. I don't remember him doing anything like controversial. Um, but I guess he got hate for something. And he kind of said something about some of the queens said something. He didn't really specify like what happened. But supposedly, well, not supposedly, but according to him, he got very depressed and he was in a very dark, um, dark space before he went into this season yeah so yeah i don't know i don't know i mean it was just him just kind of saying what what happened which i guess it's important for the people to know like that it affects you know the hate that they write online is it actually affects some people yeah and should be more careful to you know to do that to spread hate and to like 
come for somebody for stupid things. Like, but that's the internet. Like, honestly, I don't think the internet will ever change. Exactly. That's always gonna be part of it, just because because of the um. Ooh, I don't know if I'm if I can say this word correctly. A- anonymity. I don't know. See, anonymity. <laughs> Because everyone's anonymous, right? Like, um, I feel like if everyone was forced to identify themselves and um, put a face to the words that people are writing online, then people people would hold back what they're actually saying. Yeah. Um, and I think it also, I don't know how old he is, but maybe that comes with age. Like, just not caring what people say. Because... I mean, on TikTok, you should see what people say on, about me. They're so rude. But I literally <laughs> laugh because it's so funny. <laughs> if it's funny, I'll just be like, okay, that's funny. But I don't take it seriously. Like, these people don't know you. They don't even care. It literally just yeah. saying whatever just to get a they have nothing else. Yeah, they have nothing else to do. And they're like, they just want to, like you said, get a rise out of people and like, um then they'll have a laugh (laughs) they're just trying to find something to to laugh at um but yeah i think it's also like with experience i guess and it it just depends on people's uh how how thick their skin is and and stuff like that and their own the confidence in themselves sometimes yeah that's true like i remember i made this one post and i i i pretty much said like not in a, not in any, I didn't think it was rude. I was just like, if you have um, anxiety, like you should really not go on reality TV because it's going to mess with your head. They're made to like bring out the, like the, those ugly sides and like mm-hmm. to play with you and to like make you think that uh, people are against you or whatever. And then people were like, oh my gosh are you saying that they can never live their dream and they're going to, I'm like, that's not what I said. <laughs> if you have anxiety, it's, it's kind of like you're putting yourself in a situation where you're going to struggle and you might spiral. And it's not, we've seen that with a lot of Queens, like Laganja. I don't know if you know who that is. Laganja Stranja has famously like not even wanted to go back. Cause she just was so traumatized from the experience of being on reality television and all the things that came with it. And, um, yeah, like she even like, I think she developed like some kind of addiction or something or like alcohol for a little while, but anyways, it's dark. So it's like, it's not a great idea if you have these things that, that are already weighing you down and then you put yourself in a situation, which is just gonna, it's going to amplify those things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, people just get offended because I don't know, they just want to, I don't know. People are not thinking logical they're just thinking emotional sometimes yeah anyways let's move on to the challenge so again is la mas del toro and the first one up is santa lucia what did you think of this look um i couldn't i couldn't connect this to something that del toro did i don't know if you have um, the answer to that uh, to me it, it vibed more with like Mad Max um, a little bit more sinister than Mad Max so 
I've seen this somewhere. I cannot tell you exactly where, but I know it's some kind of soldier. It might have been Hellboy. It might be Hellboy. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen. I don't think I've even seen, even seen the second one. I think I've only seen the first one. But yeah, I mean, I thought I thought this look was cool, um, especially once she took the uh, the mask off. Because I was like, um, so did she not do her makeup and? And then she takes off that mask and reveals that freaky face. <laughs> um, and also, that's definitely a new kind of boob job. <laughs> uh, so she had like pyrotechnics, I guess. Oh yeah, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I thought that was I thought it was a cool look. Not my not my favorite personally, but um, I think she did a good job. I liked it better with the mask on. I didn't really like the mask off. Because it didn't... Like, I agree with Atal. This time, I was just like, what is it? Like, I can't really see her face. I don't really see the features. I mean, she told her to put lubricant on her face, which I guess that would make it better. But I don't, I just didn't like the face. I thought it was... just That's... too. I, I personally don't gravitate towards, like, horror, you know? So it's yeah. just not my thing. Um, all right, the next one up is Hidden Mistake. What did you think of this look? And I believe that I want to say this was from Crimson Peak, but I could be wrong. Oh, I hated that movie. Um, yeah, it was boring. It was very boring. Um, so this, is, I mean, to me, it's more like uh, at least the beginning look is like Corpse Bride-ish. Um, but yeah, it's probably, I could see... Obviously, he's not involved with that, but that's what it gave me. And I thought for Hidden, this was pretty different than what they usually do. Because usually Hidden goes for like a cuteness factor. And I don't think it was there this time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I like that that they went for something different. They went for that horror side of things, a darker um, that this challenge was um, calling for. Um, it also kind of reminds me of like the imagery from Berserk, like the anime. I mean, I thought I thought they did a pretty good job with with this. I think I like the first look, the one with the all black with the skeleton the face or something. Yeah. That one's yeah. pretty cool. It's like kind of haunting, but kind of beautiful too. And then this other look is just kind of disappointing to me. It's just, I like some of the details, you know, the, the like the beading and stuff, but it's kind of hard to read because it's all red. Yeah, yeah. It gets lost in because of the color. And I guess on TV, it kind of gets lost. And then she didn't really sell it. I got to agree with the judges. Like the performance was lacking. It was just yeah, kind of like dragging your foot around. Like it wasn't really, she didn't give us like a character. It was more like a zombie that's kind of just tired. <laughs> yeah, it could have been more of a creepy factor to it. All right, so the next queen is Liza Zanzuzi. Liza Zanzuzi, she was one of the top queens. She did the witch from the witches the grand high witch mm -hmm. which at first i was confused because like i said i was just like wait this is not 
Guillermo del Toro, but then I researched it and I guess he did produce and write it. Um, so I was really, really, really like impressed, especially with the special effects. It was pretty cool, like the way that she she came out and then the gas was kind of yeah. like the transformation in the movie. That was pretty cool. Um, and I mean, it, I, it was smart to cover her face coming out. I would have loved, I mean, obviously, like, you would want to have that kind of, like, you kind of take off a mask kind of thing, reveal. Yeah. Like, come out beautiful. But she kind of had that in the mirror when she turned around. Yeah. It's hard to explain, but when you see it, you'll you'll know what I'm saying. But I thought it was, it just was well thought out. She knew that she couldn't do a, you know, like a reveal like that. So she planned it out a certain way. It was just really cool. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think... I think she could have figured out something else other than just holding that mirror in front of herself. Um, but but yeah, with the with this with the green smoke and all that, I thought it was really effective. That was uh, maybe too effective. There was a lot of smoke on stage. Yeah, on the runway. Um, but yeah, even the the makeup was was really well done. Um, the prosthetics and all that. Uh, I didn't understand the details on the dress. It looked more like tentacles, and I don't remember what the design is from the movie, so I didn't. I don't know if that's kind of part of it. But that was a little strange to me, especially because unless they're like rat tails. <laughs> um, I don't think that's what it is, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, overall, a really, really great job. All right, the next one up is Fifi Esta. What did you think of Fifi Esta's look? Um, I liked the performance of it all a lot more than um, the actual look. Like a lot of the judges, they said it, it was just too simple. The only like uh, interesting characteristic of the look was the mask right and it looked really cool when she was walking backwards um and kind of like twisting herself around as uh as she walked through the um the runway so i thought that was that was super effective um but yeah the look could have used more more detailing um because as is it just looks like what it is a, a bodysuit so I don't know where this is from. Is this from Pan's Labyrinth or is it something else? I don't know. <laughs> it might have been one of his um, horror films because I don't think this is Pan's Labyrinth. Because if it was, it's missing the details from that look. But yeah, it just looked Halloweeny. Like um, her strongest point is her performance in this look. I don't like the look at all. I think it looks like I said Halloween. We just we just had Halloween, so. I mean, I guess it's fitting, but not for the runway. Like, you need to elevate it a little bit more. Especially, the mask just looks like it's a mask. If it, she would have done prosthetics, yeah. it would have been better. But it was a little creepy, which was good. Like I said, the performance really sold it, but nobody was buying it. Um, the next one is Greta White. And this is from Pan's Labyrinth. So this is the one I'm talking about that I thought Fifi was doing. But um, I th- I like this look. The fact that it was kind of glamorous and not taking it to the horror side, I kind of I like that. But I do agree that it just needed some depth in the color. Like it needed 
some shading, maybe another, uh, just another fabric mixed in maybe. Um, but overall, I liked it. I personally, I liked the mask. I thought it was like fashion, but still, but it's, but I knew the inspiration where it came from. Yeah. I mean, so she's doing the pale man, but she made it fashion, right? Mm-hmm. I... I don't know. I go back and forth on this look. I like I like it, but at the same time, what we were expecting was something more on the horror side because of the challenge. Um, so I think to me it was missing that horror element. Um, and then she takes off the mask, right? And I think her makeup is just too pretty. It's 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 too normal too. It's she needed to uh, overdo it like you should with being a drag queen. Yeah, I think that was also like a good point that Letal made. She should have like not. She should have like done like no eyebrows or maybe just a kind of like a disfi- not disfigured but just kind of like a more simple more simple but more dramatic in a way like no like no like drag makeup it's more like kind of like this creepy makeup which is kind of hard to do for a drag queen i've got to say but if you haven't done it before but i think just playing around with that would have helped the reveal of the mask um the next one is light king as hellboy what you think of this look or hell girl um I think the look was pretty effective. I liked all the detailing. Um, you could clearly tell that under she just has a bodysuit, but um, I think with all the added details, it, it looks pretty cool. The makeup uh, was really well done as well. She had the moment where she broke her horns, just like uh, Hellboy has his uh, horns broken. Um, I think to me, it's kind of a little bit of the opposite of Fifi, where the performance was just not there. Uh, Like her presence on stage didn't sell it as the character. Yeah, I agree. I, I like the fact that she had dramatic elements, like the horns ripping off and... That was pretty cool. And, um, but I think it's a little too busy. Like for me, my liking, it's a little too busy. I feel like it's way over accessorized. Um, and that's kind of her thing though. I've seen that she's done a lot of looks like that. And I, it's just not my thing. I don't like it. I like a little bit more simplistic, some, you know, a little bit more streamlined, but I, she does look good. And I get the reference and the hand, I could have used a bigger hand, like, come on. Like that looks like the the arm from that scary movie too. Remember that? Have you seen scary movie too? With that guy that has that little hand. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Yeah. Or like um, Kristen Wiig and SNL. That one <laughs> girl with the big forehead. The doll hand. Yeah. Like give me like give me the fantasy. But I liked it. It was cool. All right. The next one is Peque Valderas. Um, this was pretty messy. I didn't like the the fact that it was just kind of like 
at this point it just looked dirty like i like the wings i like the dramatic elements i just didn't like and i like the mask i just did not like the coloring i feel like it was just looked super dirty and i don't know where this is from that that's my fault i don't know the reference but i just don't don't like the the look personally so this one is from hellboy 2 Oh, this is one of the yeah, one of the the evil people, right? Angel of Death. Yeah. yeah. Um, see, the problem with recreating a, a look like this is that it's going to be impossible to match the original, just because they had like complete professionals a and a budget. Yeah, a movie budget. So it's. I wish she would have done like an interpretation of it. Um, as is, like if we're not comparing it to the original, I think it was it was pretty good. Um, it was effective, and I liked I liked that uh, I, like I liked the makeup. Um, I liked that she didn't just rely on the mask; like she took it off. Um, the dress, however, like it didn't walk well on the runway. It was very stiff, and it's like it's like a kind of dress where it would work better, like in photos as an editorial instead of like on the runway. It just doesn't it doesn't walk uh, correctly. Yeah, and I think it was, Raquel was right about her coming out and being more graceful, giving us mm -hmm. more, you know, more of that majestuoso, as she said it, like yeah. grand yeah, movements. Yeah, yeah. I think that would have really worked, especially if she's portraying an angel. Like, come on. Um, I'm looking at the picture right now of the original character, and I, I like the character more because it's not bloody. Like, she made it bloody. I think that's what I don't like. Like, the character looks kind of, it looks creepy, but it looks very intricate and kind of like an ancient demon. And this just looks like La Llorona and she got dragged through the mud or something. So I don't really like it. All right. The next one is Paper Cut. What did you think of Paper Cut? So Paper Cut is interpreting the mandrake root from... Pan's Labyrinth mm -hmm. or Harry Potter. Remember Harry Potter? <laughs> no, Harry. all of Harry Potter is canceled. Oh, J.K. Rowling. Um, he walks out with a, a Del Toro's like original sketch of the of the root, right? Um, I thought this was really cool. See, this is like, I like that. Uh, Paper did his own interpretation of this because originally... As far as I remember, there's no character. It's just an object or a prop in the movie, right? Like it, it plays uh, a part in the uh, story, but it's not an actual character. And I like that there was an interpretation from Papercut to make it come alive. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, he, he definitely had a lot of presence up there and sold it on the runway. The vine coming through like the stomach that was really cool yeah that was this was the look of the night come on like this was so good and when i saw this i was so impressed I and mean, i was so happy because at this point i'm rooting for paper cut like that's who i like the most of this season 
Um, and this was just even more like to love because I, I liked I liked the reference and the fact that it wasn't something so obvious and but done really well. I thought it was so successful. And it showed that he's able to take risks and this is so different from what he does. Change the makeup completely. Yeah. <laughs> Changed head. Like his whole body is just different. It's just so cool. It almost looks like something you would see in a movie. Like this is really, really cool. And yeah, this to me was the winner for sure. If he, if he was not going to win, I was just going to be like, this is rigged or something. Because like, come on. I mean, it still is rigged, but... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. But I was just like so shocked, but like happy shocked, you know, because I was so happy that that he he went there. So I loved yeah. it. All right. So we go on to the main stage and we uh, have a little twist um, before they announce the last or the la menos of the week. They bring back the eliminated queens. So that means that everybody's back, but before they can get back into the competition, they're going to have to show their look. And I guess that's what they based it off. Whoever had the best look would have, is going to come back and lip sync against the bottom or la menos of the week and hopefully win and get back into the competition. Mm-hmm. So before we get into that, Papercut does end up winning, which, yay. Love that. And the queens come out, the eliminated queens. They show their looks. And we get Aisha Dog Hills as the one chosen to lip sync against Hidden Mistake, who is La Menos. And the lip sync song is Ojos Asi by Shakira, which is such a great song. I love that they have the budget for that. I don't know how, but... Cool. Well, Shakira needs money because she is going to go to jail. <laughs> She's had to pay. <laughs> she didn't pay her taxes. <laughs> she didn't pay her taxes. This is going to pay the tax fund. Exactly. Honestly, that's probably why they're charging so much for <laughs> tickets. Um, so, yeah, the person that ends up going home is nobody because they decide to keep both. And Aisha Dog Hills is back in the competition. Woo! Mm-hmm. All right. So, what are your thoughts on the winner, on the lip sync, on both of them staying? <laughs> um, definitely agree with the winner. Obviously, Paper just um, did a really, really great job. Um, there was a lot of good looks, but I think Paper just went um, above and beyond what was being asked of uh, all the queens. And as far as the eliminated queens that came back, um, how would you rank their looks? <laughs> um, like, I, yeah, I think I did really like Aisha's look the best. But I didn't like the material that she used. I, I'm assuming it's like faux leather, but it, it just didn't. I don't know. It didn't look right. She looked like uh, Gollum with the hunchback. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was. I thought it was cool, but 
I didn't like the material. Um, so I would definitely put Aisha at the top, and then I would do probably the sails. Um, because I thought it was it looked more inventive, and and then I would do probably Uma. Although I hated the dress, because it's so she did um. She did the fauna, right? The fawn slash the pale man <laughs> from Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, that's what I thought she did. The pale man. So that was really weird because she had the mask. And I don't remember if they were one and the same in the movie or not. But she had the mask of the fawn and then she and she was just carrying it around. So there was like no effect to it. Um, And then she takes it off and then reveals that she's the pale man and... I don't know. The mask was really cool. Like the the Pale Man prosthetics and all that. That looked really cool. But from the shoulders down, it didn't sell it for me. And then Isabella and Catalina were pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Like their looks do not compare to what the other ones did. Um, as always, I do think their performance on the runway shines a lot. Uh so I think they did well in that sense, but the looks I did not like. Yeah, they looked like they they had, I don't know, they just looked like they were not even putting any effort. Like they literally just found a little, like they went into the trash and then just found <laughs> a dress. And then just like Maria Mercedes when she's still poor and like she has grease and stuff like all all over her face and because she's washing cars and yeah it was so it was i don't even i don't know what they were doing but whatever um i agree with the winner obviously i loved paper and then um i was kind of annoyed like bringing somebody back but whatever (laughs) i guess it's a twist um and at least they gave them like a little challenge um I liked Uma's better. I gotta say, I I kind of liked Uma's better. Like really? I thought her look was good. Um, and I got it. And I went and read the the comments. And I don't know. If, I don't know if they're saying this because of something, because of how she went last time. But they were saying something of like, oh, Uma is such a uh, kind person for giving up her spot. So I don't know if there's something behind the scenes. I would have to watch El Calceo or something. To see if that that happened, like did she give re- up her spot? I remember she went. She went against against Santa Lucia, right? Yeah, and I do remember. Uh, once they announced that she's the one eliminated, she was saying that I don't remember the exact words, but she did kind of make it seem like I knew that I was going going to go home because I didn't want to take Santa Lucia's spot and something like that. So I don't know if that's exactly what they're referring to. I'm assuming so. Yeah, I don't know if it was that or it sort of sounded to me like the producers or somebody picked her to win that challenge. Like this one I'm talking about to return. But she said no. That's what it sounded like to me. But I could be wrong. I would have to like research that because I liked hers the best. Like to me, hers was like, wow, okay, you put effort and it looked cool. But anyways, I could be wrong. So, yeah, um, I thought the lip sync could have been better. Honestly, if you're fighting your way in, I thought, I don't know. I, I don't know what kind of performers they are, to be honest. But I guess 
she did go home before on a lip sync, so maybe she's not, that's not her thing. But I thought both of them could have done more. This song is iconic. This is like Shakira in her black hair days. Come on. Like, this is iconic. This song is like so beloved by the fans. And it's just Well, Aisha did put in put on the the black wig. <laughs> right? That was that was so weird. It was like Gollum and Drag. It was so yeah. weird. <laughs> Is that the new Lord of the Rings show? <laughs> Honestly, it's probably better than the actual show. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what happened this um, this episode. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about? Um, no, no controversies this time about the boletos, the tickets. <laughs> no. Seems back to normal. <laughs> They're back down to the price they they were supposed to be. You know, before that was an accident, before the accident happened, you know, that switcheroo that they didn't mean to, you know, charge that much. But anyways, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, you got two episodes this week. Cool. Um, mostly because we just couldn't record <laughs> last week. But yeah, thank you guys. And why don't you let them know where they can follow us? You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Guinness La Mas, where we put the looks of the week. And um, we have our email address, which is GuinnessLamasPodcast at gmail.com, where you can write us, send us a message, question. We can read it on the show if you'd like. Um, and please don't forget to rate the podcast because that gets the word out and it helps us um, with placing. And um, where can they find you, Yee? If you want to follow me, you can follow me on TikTok. You can, you know, hate on me, throw insults. I'll be fine. Don't worry. Don't invite it. <laughs> um, or you can follow me on Instagram. The same handle. Yes, it's Yee Yee. All right. Thank you so much. And we will see you next week. Bye. Adios. I was just like, me? No.